Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm Chance Ellison. I'm Russell Howell. And this is Notorious by Chance, show where we come to all things movies, television, news, streaming, sports, all that good stuff. And welcome to the first episode of our fifth annual Scarefest. Uh, it's an event. We've, it's kind of crazy. We've, been, we've done five of these already. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, the, I remember the first one and then, uh, yeah, all of a sudden we close our eyes and we wake up here. We, we are at five, but uh, yeah, keep the ball rolling. Uh, it's it's always a fun month. So uh, this this uh, year promises to deliver just like the other four have. Yeah, no, we'll see. And, you know, this, given this is five, we want to have a special theme this year. And this year's theme is the Monster Mash. Every episode is going to be themed towards a specific movie, Monster Starting off with vampires, and we are looking at 1987's The Lost Boys. Before we get into that, we got to talk about everything else. Uh, first of which is the wonderful world of sports. Uh, thing we got to talk about first and foremost is the college football. No, I'm sorry, what is it? College football. The fucking the baseball playoffs are going on right now. Or just looking at college football. That's why. Uh, yeah, so the baseball playoffs are underway, and you know what? We got to give a huge we got to give a huge, big hand to the New York Mets, a team who this year won 101 games, was poised in the early the early part of the season to just go all the way this year. Yeah, uh, lost grip of lost grip of the National League to the Braves, so they didn't get the first round by, and ended up losing two to one to the Padres. Crazy, and then uh, they were down four-one in the eighth, and their closer came out to uh, that narco. That was it. That narco song. Yeah, <laughs> and it was four-one. They were down three, so that's not. I don't know if that's a time to uh, to put the song on. And then you see uh, Padres fans like kind of like celebrating as he's coming out. Uh, yeah, what, a ma- what, what a mess! Yeah, I was gonna give a big shout out to the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, managed to blow a eight to one lean to lose to lose to the fucking Mariners. Yeah, and that was uh, Mariners' first uh, playoff appearance since '01, I believe. I think the last yeah. time they were there was. And is this a little fun fact? There, uh, how crazy is it that Ichiro Suzuki team never went to the playoffs? As as good as he was, that's absolutely amazing to think about that. Because when I saw one, I'm like, oh, that's with Griffey and Jay Buhner and Edgar Martinez and all those guys. And I thought, I'm like, can you believe they never won the West? They never went. That's that's absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, but you know what, your boys, they did manage to sweep the, the, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They did, and uh, we got stomped last night. But you did tomorrow by my, by my boys. Tomorrow, tomorrow uh, throws a new uh, chapter into the series. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, I, you, you can't argue what this team's done with the payroll and everything like that to, to go as far as they've gone right now. Um, they weren't even they weren't even expected to win the AL Central, let alone go into the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm riding the wave. Uh, I hope we can get get things together, get the pitching. We have a solid bullpen. We'll see what happens. But uh, either way, it's it's been it's been a fun ride so far. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, you current you're currently down one zero to uh, the New York Yankees, the Cleveland Guardians, I should say. Uh, the the uh, Mariners are down one zero to the Houston Astros, who look dangerous this year. I think they they look really good. Well, they're getting they're getting hot at the right time. Um, yeah. Yeah. So anytime that you get a, a team going into September, October, getting hot like that, they're always uh, always you know watch out. 
Yeah, uh, the Braves and the Phillies are tied right now. Yeah, because that, that series I, I can see going either way. I'm leading Braves, but I can see that going either way. I hope the Phillies win just because I hate the Braves, but uh, I, I don't really care to be honest with you. Um, I'm just absolutely amazed that the uh, Phillies swept the Cardinals. Um, I thought the Cardinals were going to put up a little bit more of a uh, fight. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's crazy. Um, the majority, it was funny because outside of the Guardians, I think every home team uh, dropped their series. Toronto dropped their series. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the home team. Um, what was it? Uh, Mets, Mets dropped theirs. Mets dropped theirs, and so did and uh, so the Cardinals. Yeah, so I mean, the Guardians were the exception of the rule, which which That's is true. Nice. Which is crazy, which is really crazy. Though. It's, which, it's which, which, which is wild. It, it's just something I noticed watching it because usually you you poise yourself for home field advantage. I think it's it's called home field advantage. Um, it just shows you this year baseball. It's all thrown out the window right now. Yeah, uh, I'm part of me wants the Yankees to go all the way. Part of me doesn't just because I I really hate Aaron Boone as a manager. I I, I think he's awful. Yeah, I just I've never. Yeah, it, it's. But speaking of Yankees, we do got to give props to one man, Mr. Aaron Judge, the home run king of the American League. 62 home runs in a season. Yeah, I mean, guy just was hot all year. Um, And uh, yeah, beat Maris's record of uh, 61. So yeah, new uh, new AL uh, home run champ. And this this might be like, like, let's talk for a second. This might be the greatest contract year in the history of sports. Because the oh, yeah. they uh, the Yankees tried to come to agreement for a long term with Aaron Judge, uh, deal couldn't get struck. Uh, so, but he said, "I'm gonna play this. I'm play, gonna play this year, and you're gonna see what I can do." And we saw what he can do. So, I feel like the Yankees are just gonna like back up a dump truck full of money to his house. And that's what they do. That's why baseball isn't fun. But uh, yeah, without without the uh, without the whole uh, without a salary without a salary cap. That's <laughs> without a salary cap. I mean, your L.A., your Boston, your New York teams. You know, just insert whatever here you know what i mean if even your florida teams um just have a bit of money and that's what's going to happen they're going to pay this guy he's going to stick around for a while um that's kind of what they did well with uh, i would say a rod but then a rod that's that's the thing you run into those long-term contracts they really start to uh fall off the back oh yeah like if, 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 they, if they go south in any direction that's just you're you're, you're just in a you're, you're stuck it's huge. Look at Mickey Cabrera in Detroit. They signed a huge deal there. And look at uh, he's he's been limping out of, uh, you know, uh, the the last year of his contract. I think he is ret- retiring after this year, I believe. I, I'm not. Yeah. yeah so, um, I mean, you look at the contract they gave him when he came out of uh, Florida. I think he came out of um, they signed him to a shit time. And, and it's the same thing with A-Rod. A-Rod was productive until he wasn't, you know. So we'll see what happens. I mean, he's still 30, but he's still plagued with some uh, injury-ridden years. I think he's had three years where he's been injured. So we'll kind of see what happens uh, moving forward with, with you know, with the judge situation and how much they're really – I mean, he's going to stay in New York. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, it's, it's one of those years like Lamar Jackson needs something like this in football now. <laughs> Yeah, because last because last Sunday, look, I mean, he had a good run up to this Sunday. In the Sunday, he he didn't he did not play well, but no, up to up to this up to this week, he's been making pretty good on that. Yeah, he's been pretty good. I thought that game was gonna be a lot more high score. We'll talk about that. Obviously, we talk about football, but uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, was, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the world of baseball. Basketball's uh, ge- uh, gearing up. So we're gonna talk about that when we get close to the season. Uh, yeah. Looking at football, though, I saw one of. Okay, did did you watch Thursday Night Football last week? Who was the game? Colts Broncos. No, I didn't watch any oh of the game. Oh my god, that Russell, I'm not, I'm not even kidding you, man. That is maybe 
the worst game of football I have ever seen. Did you watch the level? Did you watch the Broncos Niners game the Sunday before? How awful it was to watch? Yes, this was worse. Really? Yeah, yeah. The the matchup in itself had I had zero interest in it. I wrestled. Yeah, every single drive ended in either a field goal, a punt, or an interception. That's how bad this was. That's bad, man. Broncos, man. They're just, I can't believe we lost to them. Uh, so bad. Uh. Well, I mean, you, you, you felt like with Jimmy G doing, doing his Dan Orlovsky homage. I did. I got to see that. That was really exciting. Um, I was scre- screaming at the TV. Um, <laughs> I, 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 so, I so wish we had like the live reaction uh, that moment. Uh, you'd have to edit it for expletives coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't and as You bad. wanted to keep this guy. That's the funny thing. You wanted Jimmy G. Honestly, I still I still like the guy. Um, you got to understand, uh, and I, like I said it before, he didn't get reps with the team because he was rehabbing a shoulder injury. So to me, it's like he really hasn't practiced with the team too, too much. So I'm not like... I'm not trying to say that as a defense. Like, you should know where you're at. You're backed up in your, your you know, opponent's goal line. You should kind of watch. But that did really turn – it actually – I'll take the safety over what it could have been because it was going to be a touchdown. So, I'll, I'll take that. It's going to be a pick six in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'll absolutely take the safety. Um, and, I mean, it really didn't hurt hurt the game. I mean, it sucked that, you know, we, we allowed two, two easy points like that. But, I mean, I still think that uh, – uh, we're in better position, let's say, than my wife's team. When you lose your quarterback and you have you have to go to your well, backups. When you, when you lose your quarterback and you lose the backup, and now you have to rely on a seventh round pick to win a game yeah. against yeah, the Jets, I, I, and and not and get blown out. I feel so bad. Like, uh, yeah, wow. I just oof. the Jets are not good. Uh, I just I I'm just like wow. It's they're, it's, it's they're, like they're not great, but they don't look that bad. No, and that's and that's crazy because we're talking about New York football. We were joking around, man. What the Giants are four and one, and then you have the uh, three and Jets two, three and two. I mean, they're both. I, I think it's like the first time in like ten years in which they've had they both had a winning record in week five. It's crazy. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. The Giants are tied with the, the Cowboys, and I believe uh, Buffalo has the uh, Buffalo has that division. Yeah, because they only have one loss. Well, right? no, uh, you, you, you know, you, you're mixing up. You're mixing up because Buffalo's AFC. Oh, no, 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 no! I'm saying for the Jets division. Oh, for the Jets, yes. Buffalo, Buffalo still has Buffalo has the division. I was going to say you could have two New York teams be in front of their division if uh, if that Buffalo was the case. thing. Yeah, probably because the Dolphins are what three and the Dolphins are three and two because they've lost two. the last two. Um, the Patriots, but they, but they hold, but they hold serve over New England. No, they yeah. hold serve over Miami because they beat them. And I think what New England's three and two, three and I two. Think. Yeah, so it's a it's a good division. Um, and then, yeah, now the Dolphins are three and two. So, yeah, it's, that's, it's going to be an interesting division to see what happens when Tua comes back. Hopefully he comes back. Well, I, mean, I, 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 th- I think this did more to solidify Tua's case than anything because, like, look look how great the offense was when he was playing and look how bad they are that he was gone. It's just – it shows what kind of player. And and, and I've, I've sung his praises from the beginning. I thought a lot of people were like, oh, well, the, you know, Tua is – I'm like, he's a pretty good quarterback if you put the right pieces around him, and they did – just amazing to see what they do when they don't have him. You know what I mean? I think he just, he just ignites a different fire, I guess, with the team because they look bad. I mean, they look so flat. Like, can you believe this team was three and oh, like they look, I mean, they just look really, really, really like flat. Yeah, they, they, they really do. Uh, also looking flat, the Rams. What the fuck? Oh, dude, I, I like it. Well, it's funny. Cause uh, I know you uh, like that as a division I, rival, but like, what the hell? 
Yeah, I mean, they got trounced. And I didn't think, what well, they played Dallas. I didn't think Dallas. And I, and I thought for sure they'd be able to hold their own against Dallas because I don't think Dallas is a formidable. I, mean, I don't think they're really that good. Um, you know, like they, the they've been playing lot. great, though. I guess the, defense, the defense is playing really good. It's a combination of the, really the, the defense being the defense being as good as they are, and the Rams O line just being they're like with they I mean, are lost without Andrew Whitworth. Well, you can't. I mean, you you don't get any uh, you know time to throw the ball. Stafford's just like a, a deer in headlights. He doesn't know what to do, and he's he's all he's in the, the a spot in his career where he needs a little bit of extra couple seconds to get that ball released. But um, well, like he, he's always he's always needed this because like Stafford like Stafford's a gunslinger. He's so, slow. Yeah, he's slow. He'll stay in the pocket. He's just slow. He's not gonna, you know. He he needs he needs an O line. He, 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 he doesn't ex, he doesn't extend plays, but he has a hell of an arm. Yeah, if, and that's, if he has time to find a target. Well, I mean, look at I mean, he had Megatron for how long? So I mean, yeah. he, he, but then you have Cooper Cup. So there's no really there's no big excuse. I mean, you have guys, you have playmakers, but but you, um, but you have but you have but you had no line. That's the problem. You had no well, line. no no. You have zero line, and when you see that. um it's crazy the Niners are playing them again in like a couple of weeks. I'm like, we just played them. Like, it's well, the same thing with like with like uh, like Indy and Jacksonville playing again this week, and like they just played each other like two. They're play, they're playing twice within six weeks. Yeah, and and nobody's gonna watch that game anyway. It's like, it's it's one of those. Yeah, it's I don't know. It, it's crazy. I hate when they do that. Um, I, I feel like if, especially with Dallas's division, the NFC East. I feel like those guys play each other every, like literally. There's like a game on like 17 weeks of NFC East matchups. I, I just I really, and I know it's not like that, but it's like God. I feel like how many times can they play the Eagles or how many times can the Giants play the Cowboys? I'm like, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So we got that. Uh, I am not talking about Steeler football. I did plenty of that on Left Side Strong Side this week, but uh. Yeah, uh, this game was this game was a war crime, <laughs> and they took it easy on you too, man. They uh, they they went the second half scoring what just a field goal. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, no, they did. Yeah, they could have made that. They should. They could have made that easily a fifty point like a blowout. But they, I, I don't know. They just did they play Josh Allen in the second half? Uh, some of it, yes. Okay, because I figured that that's where I would just like. You're up thirty five. You're up thirty five three. I mean, like I just. You just kind of like mail it in and just, I, I just put the backup in so you avoid injury. That's, that's a game where you're, you're running away with. I mean, we're up 32. I don't think, you know, you're going to get four touchdowns and two point conversions to tie it up. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just the rebuilding. I mean, this is the thing though. And you have to understand that as much as I don't care for the Steelers, you have to understand the fact that they have, they haven't had a draft and like the high draft pick forever. Um, we, 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 we haven't had like a, I don't think we've had a top. For, you haven't had, you haven't had a number one draft pick. Look at the last time you guys had a number one draft. Pick. That is, it's, it's been, it's been decades. We had a number one draft pick. So, I mean, you have to look at that longevity of success. I mean, it, it comes down to every team has to go through it. You know, my team did it. Uh, every team does it. And my team's done it multiple times. I mean, it, it just, yeah. it just happens. Um, it, it, it's, it's hard to have a team like, you know, a, a Patriots team or something like that for a long tenure of years. To, yeah, I'm looking. To, we had we haven't had a, a first overall pick since 1970. Yeah, so I mean, what, what's that tell you right there? That's 50. That's 50 years of. I mean, that's that's. We haven't <laughs> we haven't had a top 10 pick since 2000. Who did take in 2000? Oh, that sorry. was the we, we, okay. 19 technically, but we, but we only had a top 10 pick because we traded up. Well, who was the uh, 2000 pick? Boxico Bears. Uh, that was a good pickup. Well, it was. 
Um, I mean, well, well it, it was until he shot, until he shot himself in the leg. Literally. He was on the Giants uh, when he did that, but it's... still got a Super Bowl ring out of it, though. Um, I think he got two, didn't he? I think he was there for at least one. I think one. No, just just one. Just one. I was going to say just one. Um, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? I think that that uh, that just shows you how, you know, when when Ben came in, that was just, a, you know, you had 20 years there of just, you know, good football. Like I said, every team does it. Every team goes through it. So, I mean, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's um, could be worse. It could be the uh, the, the Raiders, you know? That's true. Uh, blow, blow. <laughs> did, you, did you watch the end of that game? The end of that game was fucking insane. No, I, I've seen like. You I didn't was, see it? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, um, that my was, God. That was a Sunday night game. Yeah, no, I no, saw no, that. No, Monday night, Monday night, Monday night. Oh, Monday night. Um, no, because I was, I was like. Yeah, because we were coming back from yeah, I was coming back from uh, Cali. Dude, I need so. I need to explain the last two minutes of this game. Yeah, so, I just I felt bad because I was really pulling for the Raiders to win that. Well, yeah, no, yeah. well they were driving. They scored a touchdown. They had the chance to tie the game up, but they decided to go for two and whiffed it. I saw. Okay, I did see that because um, I think I saw it on the ESPN app. I was like refreshing it to look at it. Yeah, I seen that they went for it, which was kind of head scratching because they didn't need to. Well, yeah, well, like, here, here's, my, here's my thing. If it would have put you up by like four and you would have had to force it, because you guys have take a field goal, yeah, you're the Chiefs anyway. So, like, if it, yeah. but like, if it would put you up by four, then like I get it because even if they get in the field goal range, they can't they can't win the game. No, they can't, but like, even us, so, yeah. if you hit the two point conversion, you're winning, but you're only up by one. All they need is a field goal to beat you. Like, yeah, it's, it's field, too goal risky. E- field goal either way, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, uh, they managed to get to get a they managed to get a stop on the Chiefs on on uh, on their possession. So they got the ball back. All they had to do is get in the field goal range and win the game. But uh, their offense stalls out the worst possible time. They decide to throw a a play action cross or a crossing route instead of you know running the ball with Josh Jacobs, who had like the best game of his career that yeah, night. You know, especially when you need to kill the clock, you don't want to have like any... you only you only need one yard. Yeah, it's it was fourth. It was fourth and one. Just hand the ball to Jakes and let him let him pick it up. Yeah, I mean, I get. I mean, that's something you do fourth and one when you're like in a second or third quarter, not late into the game like that. That's kind of yeah. That's kind of that's kind of stupid. But anyways, looking looking ahead next week, uh, Thursday night. Jesus Christ! I, like Amazon really got screwed on Thursday, on Thursday night football. I'm not gonna. That's what, that's, that's what I was talking to one kid at work. I said it's like the shittiest matchups in football. Yeah, uh, Bears versus Commies. I'm gonna go with uh, go with the uh, the Bears to get a, get a win here. I'm, I mean, betting wise, I'm, I'm not t- I'm not touching this game, but I'm going the Bears too. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not gonna watch it. But uh, Bucks versus Steelers. I'll be there. Are you well? Yeah, you, there, you're, yeah. You're, you're, you're gonna watch the live execution of Tampa Tom because we're gonna be uh, we're gonna beat the Bucks. We're gonna beat the Bucks. Right. It's gonna happen. Yeah, you're crazy. Anything gonna, gonna throw three touchdowns. I'm gonna just gonna drop some dimes on you. Uh, yeah, I got the, Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, man. I said it. I got I got Tampa Tom. Um, it was just one. It was a bucket list thing. I I want to see uh, Brady before he retires. So yeah, uh, well, this is your last a, chance. This was it, man. It was before, either that or before, Cle- he, before he starts relieving marriage story. It was it was either that or uh, Cleveland. But we are going to be in Michigan coming home that weekend. So I was like, wait, well, yeah, we'll we'll do it in Pittsburgh. Plus it'll be warmer. So yeah, uh, Falcons versus 49ers. Oh, your boys. Uh, I mean, even if even if it wasn't your team, I take the 49ers. Yeah, um, and this is a good week to have 
Bosa sit. I guess he has a groin injury, so he's going to be out. And Robbie Gold hurt his knee last week, too. We had a plague of injuries, man. Um, we're getting the injury bug, but if we have a – like I said, this is a week where you really don't need that, I, I hope. Um, but this would be a nice nice uh, way to win and get another uh, – hopefully uh, put, get another step up in the NFC West. We'll see. Uh, yeah, up next we got the Patriots versus the Browns. Again, I feel like it could go – Either way, oh, actually, Patriots are two and three, not three and two. Point is, oh, okay, Patriots versus Browns. I'm, ish, I'm leaning slightly I'm gonna, towards Browns. I'm gonna go New England. Uh, as much as the Browns have really been giving away games, um, they could easily be a five and a team. I mean, they've definitely given away some leads, uh, some head scratching calls by the coach. Uh, when you have such a dominant running game, I don't know why you abandon. Um, but uh, I'm gonna go New England. New England seems to play well in Cleveland. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the, the pats on this one. Uh, looking up ahead to that, oh, we got the, <laughs> the Jets versus the Packers. I feel like Aaron Rodgers a few years ago would have shot himself with the prospect of him like being having the same record as the Jets. I think it's funny because I don't care for the Packers, but I just really hate I, I like to hate, I guess. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hater. Um, that was more playoffs with Favre. <laughs> we couldn't beat him, the Niners. A lot of years that we, a lot of years we matched up every year in the playoffs. We were matched up with the Packers, so that's where that came from. Um, I'm going to go with the Packers on this one. Um, that would be really hilarious. Back to back weeks lose to the New York team. I think that'd be kind of funny, um, but I don't see it happening. I think they're going to they're going to turn around and uh, they're going to they're going to hand it to uh, the Jets. Uh, yeah, I, I I think we're going to. I think it's like a pissed off Aaron Rodgers game. So I'm going going. Uh... Packers on this one. What, uh, a story, what, a, what a story that would be, though. Back-to-back weeks to the, the New York fo- New York football teams. <laughs> New, York, potentially. New York owns Aaron Rodgers. Oh, man, that'd be so bad. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, Jaguars versus Colts. Given the fact that it's in Indy, not Jacksonville, I'm, ta- I'm taking – I'm still, I'm still taking Jacksonville, actually. Uh, they're both very, very bad. I'm going to just go with the home team for shits and giggles. I'm going to go with uh, the Colts. Uh, yes, same. Uh, it's 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 tough. I can go oh, yeah. either way. I'm. Like, I just I just think the, the Jaguars' offense when it's when it's clicking has looked much better than the Colts' offense. Yeah, I don't know. I can see Matty Ice just having like a a, a random good game. Boy, it really shows. He just doesn't have anybody around him. It's it's yeah. Indy's bad. Oof. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stick with Indy. Uh, Vikings versus Dolphins. It's all gonna depend on if if, if two on Tyreek play. I don't think I don't think they rush two back. If 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 they if they play, then I'm leaning I'm leaning Dolphins. If not, then Vikings. Yeah, I'm thinking they're gonna sit him out another week. It's looking doubtful. I'll probably go Minnesota on this one. Kind of what you said, but Minnesota's just been playing really well, Um, and they've been consistent with their play. So I'm gonna stick with the Vikings. Uh, Up next, you got the Bengals versus the Saints. This game could be very ugly. And I'm leaning Saints. I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think Bengals uh, find a groove here uh, after that lackluster performance against the Ravens. Um, Put some offense up, man. Uh, I think Burrow and the crew get it done. I think they're going to beat the Saints. Uh, Ravens versus Giants. Uh, I think Baltimore is going to take this one on. I I think this is where we really see the test of the uh, 4-1 Giants. Yes, how good uh, they really are. Yeah, I'm thinking this is a this is a perennial playoff team here with Baltimore. I think Baltimore wins this one. And uh, let's see, 
Panthers versus Rams. Panthers who have just fired their head coach Matt Rule after the one and four starts. Yeah, boy, what a, what a gig he had, huh? Thirty games he coached made like sixty million dollars off his contract. I well, he he is now owed eight hundred thousand dollars a month for the next four years. Beautiful. I, you'd never have to coach to a not, football game again. You never have you're to. You're gonna paid eight hundred thousand dollars a month to not coach the Carolina Panthers. And, and don't worry, he'll find a job somewhere. He's not gonna be a head coach anywhere. I think he still finds his way on a coaching staff down the road. Maybe even just go to college or whatever. But still, it's a pretty good gig for uh, getting fired. I'm gonna get the Rams on this one. I don't even. This, be, this one's not even be close. Uh, see, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also leaning Rams, uh, Cardinals versus Seahawks. It's like a much closer match, I thought of because the Seahawks don't look as bad as I thought they would. And Arizona doesn't look as good as we thought they were going to be. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Uh, this one's in Seattle, uh, the 13th man here. Uh, I'll go, I'll go off 12th, the beaten path. The 13th man or 12th man. Sorry, Jesus, the 13th. Oh, wow, it, sh- it shows you. Shows you how much I pay attention by the 12th man. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll go uh, I'll go Seattle on this one. I, I don't care for either team. I like when it, at least we're going to have another NFC West team with four losses. So uh, that's good. So, yeah, we'll go Seattle. Uh, no, th- th- this I'm also leaning Seattle on this one. Uh, this one is going to be, this one is game of the week. Hands down. I wish this was prime time. I got the Chiefs versus the Bills. How is that not a prime time game? It's you think they would have moved it? They would have flexed and moved it. I think so, but nope. Uh, well, probably because the Chiefs just played primetime. I mean, it's it's still who you play. It's like you're going to get more eyes watching that. True, but sure, but... surely a lot more eyes than watching the Raiders and Rams or Raiders and Chiefs. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go Buffalo. Mostly Buffalo on this one. I think they look more complete. Uh, I feel like Kansas City is, I mean, obviously they came back. They still were down 17 points at a time against Vegas. Um, They have just kind of looked flat to start. I mean, yes, they've gotten the wins. They only have one loss still. I just don't think that, uh, I don't know. I just don't, I I really don't think they're as dominant as they were. You know what I mean? I think they've taken a step back. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Buffalo is tied with the Niners for fewest points allowed in the NFL. Um, so their defense has been playing okay. Uh, I'm gonna go, yeah, I'll go Buffalo. Uh, and Sunday night, this is the primetime game the Cowboys versus the Eagles again, garbage game that I really could care less about. I'd rather watch Buffalo and Kansas City. Kansas City, too. Yeah, uh, I got Eagles. I'll go with the Eagles on this one. I don't think that I still don't, oh, man. And then it's gonna be like, oh, they're, they're six and oh, or whatever. I'm like. Eagles are uh, okay. They haven't been tested. I feel like they are literally they are literally the best team in the NFC right now. No, there's no way. I I who would is, love who is better than the Eagles. Who is better than the Eagles? I would love to see if, if a health if a healthy San Francisco team. Absolutely, I, I think we can absolutely beat Philadelphia. Absolutely, for sure. no, absolutely. Trey Lance yeah. is not beating Jalen Hurts. No, I'm saying not even with him. I think Jimmy G can beat him. I, absolutely I don't think, not. No. I don't think I don't think Philadelphia is is. Is that uh, is that spectacular? Like, so, like, really, I, I, I don't care. I don't care how good Sam is. They're not beating. They're not beating this Philadelphia team. The, first off, the team has zero playoff experience. Coming down to it, you watch. They're going to fold. Uh, I'm going to call it here. Um, I just don't. I just don't think they've been really, really tested with 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 who they've played. I, you said Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota's a good team. I mean, you know, but I, I really just don't think that division's that good. Um, you know, we've we've said it about the Giants. 
being a flat four and one team. Uh, the commanders suck. And I think Cowboys are just limping through. I mean, they're winning games, but I, I just, I don't think they're as complete of a team as, you know, we've seen them in the past. I just, I don't know. I just don't see that. I just don't see it. We'll see later on. I could be wrong, but uh, I don't know. Mike, you are, you are high if you think they're not the best team in the NFC. I just, I don't, just because they've been, just because they're on the field doesn't make them the best team. No, but like, no, the way they're playing makes them the best team. Like I have not seen a more complete team in the NFC than the the Philadelphia Eagles. All right. Let me see. Let me, let me look at their schedule up here real fast. Uh, Let me look here. I mean, they played the Cardinals, almost lost that game. I don't know. Like I said, I just, I'm just not on it. They played the Jaguars to open the year. Uh, No, they did. They opened. Okay, they, open with the, they open with the Lions, almost Lions. lost, almost lost. Uh, okay, they, they won by 17 against the, the Vikings. I'll give you that. Commanders suck. They won by 16. Jacksonville's not a good team, 29-21. And they played the Cardinals. I, they have not been tested. Then they play the Steelers. They play the I'm not Texans. saying they haven't been, I'm not yeah. saying they've been tested, but they but they like as like as far as what the, how they're playing, like the way they're playing these teams, they look complete. I, uh, I mean, with the, with the schedule that's been put out in front of them, yeah. I don't think that they have a test really until they play the Packers November 27th. I think that'll be shit or get off the pot, I think. And I don't even think the Packers are, I mean, not as complete of a team either because they don't really have as many offensive threats like they used to. Their schedule is super favorable. It is. Well, I'm going to tell you that right now. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just a byproduct. That's just a byproduct of playing the NFC East. I get it, yeah. yeah. And then who they're playing, too, with um, – you know, with the Saints and stuff like that, they're just they're matching up with uh, with a good division. Or, but yeah, like I said, I they haven't been tested yet. They are playing really good football. But I, I again, I just I don't think this. We'll, we'll see. We'll keep. I'm like, like, you, like you lost the Bears. You want to tell me you're the best team in the NFC? It was a fucking monsoon. I think any team that could have gone either. You way lost the Broncos. You want to tell me you're the best team in the NFC? Uh, well, that game, yeah, I'll give you that game. But outside of that, though, I think we've been absolutely dominant defensively. I think offensively, we've. I mean, we haven't been wowing the crowd we've been winning i mean we've been winning the game so i mean i think our defense uh toe-to-toe can keep absolutely shut those guys down uh and uh monday night uh, broncos versus chargers i got chargers chargers uh denver looks so bad um speaking of losing to the denver i think we have to rehash that um but yeah i just Chargers don't look very. They don't look the same either, man. It, it's uh, it's like a pick 'em. I can see this going either way. But Chargers, I think, have the edge. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. That's going to do it for uh, the one for all the sports. Now move on to trailer talk. First thing we're going to be talking about before I forget, just because I didn't put it on the initial list, you got to talk about the trailer from from Megan. <laughs> uh, so Megan is uh, it's, well, it's, it's child's play again, You're again. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I knew I knew of this movie. I just forgot to put it on the list. It just came out today. The trailer, I guess, just dropped it. I think, or yesterday. Either or, it's like real fresh. Yeah, if all if all is bad, a robotist at a toy company uses artificial tel- artificial intelligence to generate a new doll, Megan, uh, who's programmed to be a child's greatest companion. And if you think this sounds a lot like the remake of Child's Play in 2019, correct, it does. <laughs> and uh, can we say that uh, the um. The doll looks like a man of safe read. It does. Can we it's just throw good. that out? I, 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 I was thinking about filing a lawsuit if I'm man to safe dude, dude, she looks a lot like her. Um, but yeah, definitely the same thing. It looks it looks fun. It looks like bad fun. You know what I mean? It, it looks fun. 
Um, and, and this is written by uh, the same woman who co who wrote *Malignant* in 2019, which I was not a fan of. Not, I like it. I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I don't love it. Like I like it. I, I still go yeah. with *Barbarian* greater than *Malignant*. Sure. Yeah, I, I'll give you that one. Uh, but yeah. So. Oh boy, uh, yeah, this is uh, this movie looks just weird but i'm, I'm kind of into it i want i want to see what it looks like so it's set bad, bad, on bad what? january movies bad january oh, it is january movies, isn't man. it january 13th 2023 jesus bad january movie and is it friday the 13th in january oh it is that's right Ooh, get yourself some megan yeah <laughs> uh next trailer we're talking about is the trailer for violent night so violent night is another santa movie with a twist. Uh, in this film, uh, it's a group of, it's when a group of mercenaries attack a wealthy estate on Christmas Eve. Santa must step in to save the day. Santa Claus played by David Harbour. Uh, John Leguizamo is the leader of the mercenaries, and the cast also includes Beverly D'Angelo is in this? That shit. Yeah. She, yeah. And Ken Gachant? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is literally die hard if John McClane was actually Santa Claus. Yeah, it's pretty much, but it still looks fun nonetheless. It does. I'm actually looking forward to this. Yeah. Another Christmas time classic. Yeah. <laughs> you could see. Uh, I mean, I think I think this looks I think this looks an interesting, interesting take on Santa. My my, my pair uh my pair nicely with uh with the fat man reviews ago. Uh, yeah, you can check out our review where we reviewed it with the directors. Well, yeah, we're with the directors yeah. uh, talking about them talking about fat man. But yeah, uh, this is set for a release on December 2nd, 2022. The next trailer we're talking about is we have the second trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, this is the second trailer kind of outlining the much... Oh, what am I trying to say? The much shrouded in mystery Black Panther 2. We still don't know much about it, but we do know this is going to be some kind of war between... <laughs> to Wakanda and Atlantis, but it's not Atlantis. And yeah. we did finally get a look at who's going to be taking on the new Black Panther, at least while well, we saw the silhouette. It's most likely Shuri. Probably, probably, it probably is Shuri. Yeah, I mean, imagine, probably. Be, imagine this is someone else. Boy, remix. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Russell, what do you think of the second trailer for Black Panther Wakanda Forever? Uh, kind of what you said. I mean, I liked it. I mean, obviously, we were, I think we were obviously sold either way. Um, very divisive, though, that first trailer. Who for that teaser or whatever? Really? Well, no, like a lot of people were just mad about it. Didn't Why? Like a, lot, a lot of people really mad about it? I don't know. I, um, where, where was this? I didn't see any of this. Really? I just remember people, I don't know where I found it on social media. It was a Twitter or whatever like that. Just were like kind of, uh, I don't know how they set it up. But how do you, how do you really deal with a, a death? Kind of like Chadwick Boseman, you know what I mean? How do you, how do you, how do you shift? You have to, you got to do it some way. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to do it some way. I mean, it wasn't like they were anticipating this. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I, I, you know, I think the first one was a really fantastic film. Um, I'm kind of curious to see how we, you know, how do we, how do we follow up now? You know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm definitely on board with it. And yeah, sure. He would be the prime candidate. I would kind of assume, um, but who knows? I mean, it'd be kind of cool if it wasn't like it, just to see who, who the hell it could possibly be and what their, you know, what their attachment is. But, um, 
no, I, I dig it. I think it looks really good. I think it's really well shot. The soundtrack's going to be another banger, it sounds like. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, this is set for a release on November 11th, 2022. The, the next show talking about the fucking irony of this dropping the same day as the Black Panther trailer. We have our first, our first look at Emancipation. Yes, uh, this is the upcoming Anton Fuqua Will Smith starring movie for Apple TV Plus. It was benched for a little bit after a, a certain event occurred. We're not going to talk about it because it's already been discussed to death. Uh, we there's a lot there's a lot of doubt as to whether or not this is even going to come out this year, but they are putting this out. I think they're putting putting this out is just because. Uh, I think best well, best actor this year is kind of kind of wide open. Like anybody can yeah, win. There, anybody can win. Yeah, there hasn't been a solid. I mean, there hasn't been a clear cut favorite. Yeah, so I think they're just throwing this in for like a why not? Yeah, I mean, it's gonna take a lot for the voters to try and see past the controversy. To funniest thing about this is even if he's nominated, and he wins. He can't go. He can't go get it. Yeah, he's he's, he's banned from the ceremony. He can't go get it. <laughs> Does Jada go up there and get it? Oh God! Uh, that's, that's, Chris, that's Chris Rock on his behalf. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but oh, yeah. Wow. Uh, but yeah. Uh, this either way. This is a this is a, uh, Will Smith plays a runaway slave who runs to the north and joins the Union Army. It's actually based on the true story of Gordon, which uh, I mean, the photos of this guy are like pretty famous, in which you see like his like back is like just absolutely destroyed by by getting whipped so many times. Yeah. And it's just, it was it was it was published worldwide in 1863, and it gave it gave like abolitionists a lot of you know a lot of power to go and try and end slavery, and you know Will Smith is going to be playing that guy. Uh, so what do you think of the trailer for Emancipation, Russell? Oh, no, I liked it. I liked the way it was shot. I liked the whole black and white feel to it. Um, I think it looks it looks like a well put together movie. I think Will Smith's going to deliver a really good performance. It's going to be kind of curious to see where this falls. Like, does he get nominated for this? Um, and kind of what you said, I mean, if there's, if there's, you know, uh, movement around Oscar time to push, push, who knows what, what if he wins, that'd be kind of, kind of crazy to see that. That would be, that would be insane if he won back to back. Yeah. I mean, it would be really crazy, but I can definitely see this as an Oscar, uh, you know, an Oscar film for sure. Just the way it was, you know, just the way that obviously the subject, but not only just the subject, but who you're dealing with, the actors, the, the director, um, you could well, see and like a lot, a lot of reactions again. from this, like were like super positive. So like, yeah. like, like Fuqua was best in training day. Will Smith yeah. is going to win back to back Oscars. Like, yeah, it's, it's so. super positive. So I'm looking forward to this. No, I, I, I mean, think, it looks, I think it's really yeah. good. I, I like yeah. I like Fuqua. I like Will Smith. So yeah, we'll be watching this, and it drops on Apple TV Plus in uh, December 9th, twenty twenty two. Next year we're talking about is for women talking. Women talking is about uh, eight women who in, who in 2010. Uh, they escaped from isolated religious uh, commu- escape from an isolated religious community and kind of you know reconcile with the reality of what their faith really is. And this movie, this film has a fucking cast, man. Yeah, yeah Rooney Mara, yeah. you got Claire Foy, you got Jesse Buckley, you got Ben Wishaw, and you got Francis McDormand. All and heavy just hitters. Look, just look at the uh, list of uh, film festivals that movie entered in right at the beginning. Oh my god. Yeah. Like uh, uh, this is this is killing this is killing it on the festival circuit, uh, and the interesting thing about this about this movie is like every actress in this is being submitted for supporting. Nobody's being submitted in lead. Cool. I mean, I mean yeah, that's gonna make it that's gonna make it a lot tougher too. But yeah, 
but yeah, yeah, Russell, what do you think, what do you think of the trailer for Women Talking? I mean, I was on board with it. Um, it definitely has that Oscar vibe, you know, to it when you're watching the, the, the trailer for sure. Um, yeah, star-studded cast. Uh, I like Rooney Mara actually coming up and 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 leading. This is this is really good. She's fantastic in everything she does. Frances McDormand. I mean, you got everybody. Clara Foy. It's just it's 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 stacked. It looks really good. Um, yeah, I was just I couldn't get over how many uh, different film festivals this movie was in. Like I said, like I said at the beginning of the trailer, they shows like all the different film festivals. You know how some sometimes it likes to pride itself on you know where it was entered in. Man, that thing was that thing was full, but uh, definitely looks good. I'm definitely looking forward to this film. Yeah, I I, I am too. I think this is it's gonna be like a big Oscar contender coming coming towards later the year. And yeah, Women Talking is set for a release in uh wait I, I lost it December it, oh also December second. There you go. Twenty twenty two. Don't feature that. There you go. You can double double deuce it with uh, Violet Night. There you have it. And Violet Nights. And oh, uh, and you know what? Emancipation opens someplace December second. So put Emancipation in there too. There you go. Triple feature done. Uh, next trailer we're talking about is for a movie that I'm actually really looking forward to this year: Wendell and Wild. So Wendell and Wild is the latest directorial effort from Henry Selick. Uh, he directed *Men for Christmas* and *Coraline*. Hasn't directed a film since Coraline. This is his first one, his first big uh, film back. And this film stars Key and Peele as two demon brothers who, uh, who enlist the help of a 13-year-old girl to summon him to the land of the living. Like I said, Key and Peele play the two digital characters. Also in the cast, you got Angela Bassett, James Hong, uh, Ving Rhames, among others. Uh, Russell, what do you think of this trailer? I liked it. I mean, you could definitely get the Coraline uh, Nightmare Before Christmas vibes for sure. Um, Really excited! It's coming out before Halloween, so it looks like it, it looks like one of those dark, darker type films. And I don't know. I just I, I loved Coraline, and I'm for Christmas is, is is pretty good too. Um, yeah, looking forward to but this. Like I said, I, I'm glad it's 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 around uh, Halloween and not after. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. I think I think this looks I think this looks awesome. <laughs> I I love Henry. I love his, Henry Selleck's finally making another movie. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 stop it's stop motion, so that's probably why it took so long. 13 years it's crazy man because what yeah, uh coraline was 09, 09 right? yeah yeah that's crazy 13 years and you can go back and find our thoughts on coraline uh, i believe it's not classic feed should be i think we did that a while should ago be, yeah it's, it's been a while since, it's been a while since that episode but yeah we did do coraline at one point go back and check out that episode it was uh, again great movie henry sell great director and this is set for a release october 28th 2022 so just in time for halloween yep and last trailer we're talking about Oh boy! Oh, it's time. Ugh. The Super Mario Brothers movie. Let's this... go! <laughs> Let's go! It's a me. Oh boy! Mario, Ugh. Mushroom Kingdom, <sighs> Mamma Mia. Let's very... go! Okay, sorry. No, no, <laughs> no more. No more done. Point is, this is the animated reboots, film reboots. Of the Mario Brothers franchise, we have not seen a Mario. We have not seen Mario in a movie since 1993. And you can go back and check our review. Reason. You can go back and, and listen to our commentary. You can listen to our episode and commentary on that. If you want to find out why? Because that movie, that movie, like, like no, like no joke. That movie scared Nintendo away from doing anything live action ever again. Yeah, and I was like, 
nine-year-old or ten-year-old Russ was in a theater for that movie. Yeah, uh, but yeah, this is uh, well now. Uh, how old is Ella? Six? Seven? She'll she'll be eight in January. Um, but now yeah, you're no, take eight-year-old Ella. Yeah, eight, yeah, eight-year-old theater. Wow. Uh, yeah, this is uh, the, this is the first yeah the first look at the Mario Bros. movie uh, produced by Illumination, which admittedly made me a little nervous. As a voice cast, which we have been joking about free for all about a year, uh, with Chris Pratt as Mario, Anya Taylor Joy as Princess Peach, Charlie Day as Luigi, Jack Black as Bowser, Keegan Michael Key as Toad, and Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. <laughs> okay, Russell, what did you think of the trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie? It was good up until Mario talked. I mean, I think that's the kind of that was the the uh, uh, the pretty common theme from what I saw in reactions and stuff like that, man, it just does not sound Mario esque. Um, it's, it's, uh, I mean, I'm not going to judge fully judge the voice just yet. I mean, he only has like two, he only has like two sentences. So really, I like, I like Jack Black as Bowser. I think that's a really good choice. I think him uh, and they're, they're throwing some comedic, you know, it's going to be a comedy too. So I, I kind of like that. I think like Jack Black's perfect for that. Jack um, Black, I, Jack Black's killing. I didn't, I didn't recognize his voice initially. Neither did I. And Anna Taylor Joy, I think, is a really good choice for Princess Peach. Um, Her voice isn't, isn't distinct. That's the whole thing. Like she, she, she doesn't have. She's a great actress. She yeah. does not have a, a distinct voice. Like she's she'll, she'll be fine as Princess Peach. Yeah, and then Louis, the Luigi is how uh, what Charlie uh, Day. Charlie Day. That's gonna be. I want to know what Donkey Kong sounds like. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna throw a barrel at you, Mario. That's my wow. My son. <laughs> My head like fucking sucks. I can't do his laugh. Like it's it's hard. All yeah, you get. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's not as can't it can't be any worse than mine. Uh, but no, yeah, like I I'm shocked that like I watched this and it looks it looks kind of good. Like, animation looks the animation looks fantastic. This, like animation wise, this is the best work I've seen Illumination ever do. Yeah, I mean, especially because the 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 colors, the the, the worlds, the environment, um, like keep environment, mind, Illumination is a studio that is famous for cutting corners in their animation. This doesn't look like it though. This I mean, from what we've seen in the trailer, no. Like just like just from like this like game, only for like like a two minute spot, but like just from the looks of this, like like you look at like the Mushroom Kingdom, the bow like the Bowser airship. The fucking yeah. the the ice castle from fucking Mario sixty four, like it all look it all looks so good. Yeah, that's uh, that's like I said, it's definitely could tell you put a lot of put a lot of work into it. I mean, like I said, it's it the animation's really really well done. Yeah, uh, I mean, voice will maybe be seen again. Like I like I said, I'm not gonna not gonna judge this, not gonna judge it based on like a two like <laughs> two sentences of dialogue. Yeah, I get it. I mean, we we were quick to throw the the shit on uh, Sonic, so we'll see what happens there. I mean, right, I mean, rightfully so for that first trailer. But like, yeah, that's, that's actually a good, that's actually a good, a good comparison. Like, you know, we yeah. were we thought Sonic looked fucking awful. Yeah, I mean, and now look at it, video game wise. I mean, yeah, and, and, and now and now and now look at it, man. Those, those first two movies are fucking are fucking good. Yeah, they're, and they're, they're like they're good, they're fun. We're both looking forward to three. Yeah, and it complete the trilogy. It's crazy, like from that first trailer to where we're at now with it. But yeah uh yeah so i am not gonna I'm not gonna shit talk i you know um plus super mario man i have such a you know connection with obviously you know, growing up with the video games and stuff like that so uh yeah we'll see what happens i i still think it'll be okay yeah no i agree uh this movie is set for a release on april 7th 2023 
that's going to do it for trailer talk. We now move on to notorious news. And of course, we must uh, salute the fallen uh, off the bat. We did lose an icon in both television and film. Uh, Miss Angela Lansbury passed away today. Yeah, I honestly, I'm not even trying to be a dick. I didn't even know she was still alive. Because uh, I'm not even trying to. That's the idea. That was the rock time to fucking insert that shit. <laughs> she, 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 she was still alive? Dude, I didn't know she was still alive. I thought she. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, when I heard she died, I'm like, oh, I thought she was gone like a while ago. Oh, yeah, she's no, like, just like, yeah, you, you yeah. can't do that. Like, she, she, like, wait, she was still alive until today? <laughs> No, no, no. I heard it. I, I, I meant like I thought she would have gone like already. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. I saw that. I'm like, oh, she's. I mean, she's old. She's like 97, I think. 96, 97. 96, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, great uh, television actress. Uh, obviously, I mean, yeah. from Mur- Murder, Murder, Murder she, she wrote. wrote. Yeah. Um, and then obviously her, you know, uh, Mrs. Potts and uh, Beauty and the Beast. I mean, I'm should be forever known for that. But yeah, really great, uh, great actress. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you know what? Also, a uh, 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 Lansbury performance I will shout out uh, is her. Hold on, let me see. Make sure, make sure I got, I got this right, because I always, I always mix up these two in my head. Uh, yes, okay. I again, I want to make sure I didn't say the wrong thing. Uh, I do want to shout because, like you know, everyone knows her from Mercer, Mrs. Potts. I do want to shout out her performance Aww. in the Manchurian Candidate. The she was in the original. Oh yeah, and uh, let if me. You, uh, if yeah. you ever wanted to be terrified. Of Angela Lansbury, watched Manchurian Candidate. She is fucking incredible in that movie. I also like the voice actress again in Anastasia from 1997. That's a really good uh, animated film too. Very underrated. Not a lot of talk about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, but yeah, uh, Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury, rest in peace, man. You will never be forgotten. Uh, moving on, we got some other things to talk about. First of which, we got to talk about the biggest, one of the biggest upgrades of recent cinematic history. Uh, we got to talk. Uh, so apparently, I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure when this happened, but apparently, Harry Styles was supposed to be in the uh, Robert Eggers Nosferatu remake. He has now been recast. He's been replaced with Nicholas Holt. I heard this. I, I heard this. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if this is like response to "Don't worry, darling." Where like either way, congratulations. Like, good job. Yeah, I, I like. I like Nicholas Holt anyway. I like obviously more of an actor, uh, but. Yeah, I, I was. It's it's, it's no yeah. comparison to the two of them. No, and I, and like it, it was funny because my stepdaughter's a big Harry Styles fan. I was like, really, honestly though, like that movie, Don't Worry, Darling. There wasn't really a whole lot of acting on Harry's part, really. Do you know what I mean? Like he was just. Well, I in, mean, he was. There, in there, there wasn't. There wasn't a lot. There was a lot of attempts. There was no acting, but there were a lot of attempts. Uh, I mean, but to me, like it wasn't like a whole lot of you know. They weren't asking too too much from him. You know what I mean? I, I think that. Uh, you know, I think that the only scene I can really think of where it really switches in the car when he's like uh, punching the steering wheel or whatever. You know what I mean? They asked the really like different, you know, there's no time they asked him to act. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he is. Yeah, he's out. Nicholas Holtz is in. I think it's I think it's a much, much, oh. much needed upgrade. Yeah. Nicholas Holtz a fantastic actor. So, yeah, that should be. Yeah, it should be it should be good. Uh, next thing we're talking about. Uh, okay, we got to talk about this, this real quick because this, this is just funny. So it was we got, we saw the trailer the trailer for Wednesday, uh, the first one, and there was a lot of talk about who was going to be playing Uncle Fester. Uh, because you know, like I said, like you, you got to watch the show. They were hyping it up big time. There was a rumor of who was who was going to be. We're just like, holy shit. Like that's why they're that's why they're hiding this. But 
it was revealed who's gonna be playing Uncle Fester. Ready? Russell, you sitting down? Ready? Okay, yeah. Uncle Fester. Gonna be played by Fred Armisen. Really? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that's the weird thing. Just like all that build up for Fred Armisen to be the punchline. That's like, yeah, that's wow. Yeah, I I, I don't understand this logic. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I like Fred Armisen. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna do a I think he's gonna do a good job, but like why all the build up? Yeah, that's kind of that's crazy. Yeah, I, I I I I really just I don't get it. I really don't. That's uh, yeah. Either way, I, I think Armisen will do will do a fine job. Yeah. I, I just I just want to highlight. I think the reveal is just. I think, I think it's funny. Uh, next piece you're talking about. Uh, the Safdie brothers have. I mean, we got rumors. We got a lot of talk about whether it was going to happen or not. But it is official now. The Safdie brothers are already on work on their next film, and Adam Sandler is once again in starring in the lead role. Yeah, that's definitely a, a big, uh, big, uh, big news there. Because I mean, it's fantastic on cut gems. Definitely. Uh, uh, shunned from an Oscar nomination, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I mean they they put good work out the first time, so let's see if lightning strikes twice. Yeah, no, I think that this is. I I think that Adam Sandler's kind of just hit a, hit a new a new phase as an actor, which like, is good. He, he was getting yeah, he was comfortable just like doing just just doing you know the same thing for like a decade, but then he saw just I think he I think uh, between like Myra's stories and Uncut Gems like some, like something like just shifted in him where he was just like you know what i actually want I, i'm actually really good at this and people like people like it so why don't I just try more of it yeah i mean when you were i mean you were pretty much the same doing the same shit for what 30 years kind of yeah you know i mean but hey it paid the bills um never took away from his talent but uh yeah it's nice to see him uh shift uh as he gets older to try different uh tries in a different uh you know genres and stuff like that yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm, I also just like the Safdie brothers as the directors. I'm, I'm happy they're making another movie. Yeah, and I'm excited to see. Uh, you know, they're, they're shooting. There's aiming to shoot later this winter, so we'll probably get some more cast and a title and some, you know, announcements of that nature coming up in the next couple months. But yeah, I am very excited for the next uh, Safdie brothers, Safdie brothers joint. Uh, next piece of news we're talking about. We got to talk about Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Added two actors who. I'm I'm not sure why. <laughs> Here we are. Um, one because I know why, but this it, it's the funny that these two people at the same time. Michelle Yao and Pete Davidson have been cast in Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Fucking hate Pete Davidson. Ugh. Really? I'm not a big fan. Not a fan. Uh, well, okay. get hype. <laughs> I mean, but I guess I gotta get hype. Uh, he just got that face. And you just want to punch, man. That's, I, fair. I, I, that, that's fair. That's very. Fair. It's just I. Uh, I gotta learn to get past that. I don't know. It's just he does have a very punchable face. <laughs> he's like, he's, like, he's, he's, he's like, and that's not going away. I don't, I don't mean no disrespect, but it's just like uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> so what is this like? Is this its own like? It's not following Bumblebee. It's it like, is. It is. Oh, it is. Okay. It's, it's, this one's set, I think, in the nineties. Okay, and like I said, man, that, Bumblebee was such a delightful film. The ET yeah. of the Transformers world, but um, basically, yeah probably why i liked it because i love et so but um yeah no i'm on board with it i'll have to get past this face but <laughs> what, what? It, 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 it's it's a voice job so you oh, i was gonna say hopefully i have hopefully he voices a car perfect 
Yeah. But I do want to listen to another story because uh, we found out that uh, Kenneth Branagh has been greenlit for another Hercule Poirot, Agatha Christie movie, uh, Haunting in Venice. This is a book that I'm not really not familiar with. But uh, he already lined up a cast. He looks at these people. Michelle Yao, again. Yeah. Jamie Dornan, Tina Fey, Jude Hill, Kyle Allen, uh, Ricardo Scaramanga, among others. Keep it going. Uh, the, the fact that, like, I don't want to talk about Michelle, Michelle Yao's stock, since Crazy Rich, ever since Crazy Rich Asians, Michelle Yao's stock has Ooh. just exploded. It's been crazy. Um, it's funny because uh, my wife didn't see Death on the Nile. Um, and that was a movie she watched on the airplane to, was it to or from? Either way, it was to or from California. It was, I think it was to California. She had, or coming home from California, she hadn't watched it before. Um, and she enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm on board. Like I said, Kath Branagh, you know, solid, probably, uh, you know, great actor, great director. Uh, just going to be fantastic and uh, and a little fun fact uh plays my favorite harry potter character i really like him as gilderoy lockhart dude it's a shame that he was only in the second movie that was it i actually went to harry potter world uh when we went in florida didn't find a wand didn't find a wand i'm like what the fuck what the fuck yeah it doesn't have a wand so uh a little sad about it but um nonetheless though very talented actor and i'm I'm totally cool with like another whodunit film because the first two were Really delightful. Um, I'm going to give the edge to the Murder on the Orient Express. A Death of Nile was pretty good. Don't get me wrong, but I, 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 I really think, do. I think Death of Nile is a better movie, but I like or, I like Murder more. I feel Death of Nile. It was like I felt like you felt the runtime more. Do you know what I mean? Like there was a lot more. Yeah, like, it's it just you felt a little bit more of the runtime. I thought Murder on the Orient Express just I, I felt like it just it moved a little bit quicker. But I mean, fantastic cast on both of them, man. I mean. You know, who who did think that was like Army Hammer's last shot in the in the uh in the main, mainstream, I guess, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we we didn't know at the time making it. We didn't know. He had yeah, animalistic uh thoughts, but hey, you know. <laughs> he, he, what's he doing now selling timeshares now or something? Timeshares and like and like bora borers of shit. <laughs> wow. Uh man, how the mighty have fallen. Can you yeah. imagine like if you would have known social network? He's playing twins and, you know, he's getting such wide acclaim for, for his portrayal of the, the, the Winklevoss twins. And then fast forward to like 15 years later, where he's at, like, yeah, I mean, I tell you, you're correct. Ten years. Or 10, well, 19. Oh yeah. 19. Never mind, Not 15. I'm thinking, yeah, never mind. But yeah, like 10 years later, he's being all this. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. They're going from like being acclaimed in social network to selling timeshares in the Virgin Islands or some shit. Yeah. I mean, we're not even getting a Lone Ranger sequel with, with Johnny Depp. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, come on. Let's let's talk about that. Nobody even mentions that movie anymore. That's crazy. I mean, it's just, I mean, with the leads in it, though, you think people would talk, especially like now, you know what I mean? I mean, well, uh, the, fact, the fact that both of them are in it now, which is it's just kind of, it's kind of a wild coincidence. It is like a hold my beer. How back in your situation be? Hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last story we're talking about. We have some uh, shifts in the Marvel release schedule. Uh, we talked last week about how Blade lost his director, was doing a page one rewrite on the script. We figured that was going to get delayed. Uh, it has been delayed by much longer than we both thought. It's now been delayed to September uh, of 2024. Wow. So taking, taking over the day pre- previously held by Deadpool. Deadpool is now moved to November 8th, 2024, taking our Fantastic Four's date. Fantastic Four has moved to February 4th, 14th, 2025. Uh, and Secret Wars has moved all the way out of 2025 entirely, taking uh, going to May 1st, 2026. 
Uh, I will say, I do think that moving out, oh, first of all, uh, move, first of all, moving Blade back, I think is a good move because, you know, if you really start, really start from scratch, you want to put some time into it. I'd rather them, them push it back than do a rush put job out, on this. Put out shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Deadpool three, bit of a bit of a bummer. Well, a bit of a yes, bummer. Especially with the news that we talked about last, uh, yep. last show with, uh, you know, but it's, Jackman, but it's only yeah. a two, it's only a two month delay. So can't, can't, can't get that, that mad about it. Nothing too, too crazy. Uh, Fantastic Four. We don't know anything about it, so that's fine. I, I will say another good move is taking Secret Wars out of the same year as Avengers: Kang Dynasty, because yeah. I think I think two Avengers films in the same year was. I don't think that I, I just don't think that was going to work. They're just oversaturating it too. Yeah, that makes sense to just do one. Yeah, just do one and just like hold hold off, build it up for a year, and then yeah, we're ready for Secret Wars. I I, I think that's a smart move. Yeah, no, yeah, it makes plus, sense. Plus, Secret Wars doesn't have, doesn't even have a director yet, so. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think these are all good. These are all mostly good moves on Marvel's part. Yeah, I mean, they they always seem to stick to a good blueprint. I mean, so there you have to trust in the reasoning behind it. So, I mean, I mean, they haven't really let us down too too much. So, uh, yeah, just gotta stick your stick your faith in it. I, I believe, like I said, it, it's all for a good reason. Yeah. Uh, that's gonna do it for notorious news. We now move on to oh, we actually uh, one thing I forgot to mention. At the top of the yeah yeah sorry about that I forgot forgot to talk about this this week in in physical media physical (laughs) media is important uh this week coming out on Blu-ray we had the film Beast uh 2021 sorry 2022 it is a fight to lie (laughs) we've seen so many previews of it I think that's probably why (laughs) yeah did you did you see the movie I did I liked it I enjoyed it 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 was it was it was good Uh, it was yeah it was a fun time um that was really all the uh big wide release um blu-rays i saw uh, i believe next tuesday is going to be a handful of them but we'll talk about that on the next next show there's like six i think yeah that, that, that's basically it. so yeah uh be soft recommend i would definitely recommend like at least like a rental for it yeah i mean i i would i would rent it um i just actually bought it today on blu-ray but um i i would rent it um like i said it's it's a fun popcorn flick uh you know if you're not in the mood for it you know if you're in the mood for something trying to kill up like an hour and a half hour and 45 minutes of your time i think the movie is pretty pretty uh you know straightforward i think it's it's a fun time and um i like the uh you know chemistry he has with the uh the uh, actresses who play his daughters in the film so it's it's a pretty decent film yeah all right now i move on to a movie of the week uh 1987's the lost boys little sister can i tell you honestly the speaking of that one i'm glad that you actually that's a good segue to what i wanted to say um check out marilyn manson's version of it fantastic i don't know um, did it it's perfect like i'm not even like shitting you i know like marilyn manson yeah i'm not the best person in the world i know uh but song wise check this out you won't be disappointed um he, he did cry little sister it's absolutely fantastic i think it would have been absolutely perfect if it was on the film obviously it couldn't have been, but um, you totally see this. The vibe of the, the song is absolutely great. So definitely check it out. But yeah, so uh, The Lost Boys came out in 1987. This was Joe Schumacher. So uh, Joe Schumacher already made a pretty good name for himself as a screenwriter. He wrote yeah. Car Wash. He wrote The Wiz. Started directing stuff like, you know, like Incredible Shrinking Woman, St. Elmo's Fire. This is kind of hard to, it's kind of hard to point in Joe Schumacher's career where he started getting really into genre film. Yeah. Um, little fun fact this is Corey feldman and Corey hams uh they were uh in nine movies together so this is one of nine they were in nine 
Yeah, I, I just did a little research on it because I knew they were in um, like License to Drive and stuff like that, which is a fun. Yeah, like comedy. like dream like dreaming a little dream. I know what are, what are the yeah. other what are the other six? Uh, that I could not tell you. I just I looked it up because I was kind of curious to see how many uh, films that Feldman and Haim were in together, and um, nine was the answer. So I thought it was a nice little nugget of information because um, you know I always like to um, you know tell these little. Oh wow, yeah, so, yeah, the, yeah. The first three: Lost Boys, Life in the Drive, Dream a Little Dream, Blown Away, which I which I never, I forgot existed. We gave you the first three there. <laughs> National Lampoon's Last Resort, which was directed was, was directed to be. Oh, this this that's why I haven't heard of it. Those these were like. Oh, Last Resort, I heard of. It was a shit. It was like a shit National Lampoon movie, though. Yeah, Dream a Little Dream Two, which was directed most like a lot of these were directed DVD. Yeah, but nonetheless, nine. Um, like I said, License to Drive is a really good one too. Yeah, Dickie Roberts, former child star, which makes sense considering what the movie's about. Oh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. uh, to to anybody who is wondering how Joel Schumacher got to do Batman, I got to follow Tim Burton doing Batman. Movies like this is how. Yeah. Uh, Yes, Joel Schumacher gets a lot of, gets a lot of, gets a lot of shit for what he did, but people forget like when he, when he actually cried out some legitimate bangers. Oh, yeah, this I mean, this is among several like ones that you could go back to and, and, and watch for sure. And, and this movie is just a, a really good time. Yeah, this yeah, this movie this movie uh, came came out in 87 was a what well, it didn't light the box office on fire, but it still made money. It made brought in 32 million dollars on an eight million dollar budget, uh, gained a, a giant cult following, spawned two oh, direct sh- DVD sequels, a comic series, a television show as upcoming and mm-hmm. an upcoming remake. Huge cult following. Um, fun fact about this film: I had not seen it until um, I was with Beck, and that was one of her favorites. And I watched it for the first time. I thought it was okay, and then we watched it at a drive-in. And I've watched it a couple times since. So I've seen it about probably about four times. But uh, yeah, each time, it just it's an enjoyable the, the soundtrack. I, I love the soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack for this is great. But yeah, let's, let's let's get into what makes this movie so. It's like one of the iconic '80s horror staples. This is the Lost Boys. Uh, we open up with a with a night with a nighttime carnival as we meet the titular group of of Lost Boys, uh, led by David, played by Kiefer Sutherland. One of a couple movies that he would do with Joel Schumacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flatliners, sure. Phone Booth. I was gonna say Phone Booth. He was the. the I'm. The I'm pretty sure he's in A Time to Kill. I think maybe I'm like, I don't. I'm like ninety nine percent sure he's in a time to kill. Time to time to kill is a damn good one too, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. We see that they you know, being accosted by a security guard, but right after right after that happens, uh, we see something that this movie does really well. Is like the kind of in fact, like it's only an eight million dollar movie, so what they do yeah. is the characters need to like fly. Yeah, or like we have like these like they have these pan shots that go from above, like we from the point yeah. of view of the person or thing that's flying. I think Which it's I, clever. It's brilliant. Yeah, work around. Yeah, it's brilliant because of the fact you get the you get the feeling. Okay, so you're flying with the vampires. You're flying, and on top of it, the murder scenes. They can kind of like just rush it real quick, and you already kind of know from what you know about vampires that this person's like toast, pretty much. You know what I mean? You yeah. don't have to see it. You know, it's, it's funny. First, first time I saw I saw just the title for this movie. I was like, wasn't like was like, like with Bizarro Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense too. Which, which it kind of is, which I'm, I'm gonna get to later. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we, we meet we meet our ma- our main characters, the Emersons, played by well, we have Sam Emerson, played by Corey Haim, his, his older brother Michael, 
played by Jason Patrick, and the mother played by Diane Weist. The cast of this movie is pretty stacked. Oh, I mean, for for the budget and who you have in her, yeah, yeah, for sure. And Diane Weist, man, you know, obviously, you know, Edward's sister, America's mom, and she pops up at everything, and she's she's fucking fantastic in everything she does. If you need a mother in a movie, go get you go get Diane Weist. Oh, and I mean, and she she rocks the shit out of it, though, man. She's she's a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. They moved to this new town, Santa Carla in in uh, in California. Uh, does that make me want to go back to Cali when I see that man with that? Just that, that beautiful. That's something else that, you know, the core, you know, um, uh, choreography of, of this, just the way it's shot. You know what I mean? It's I, cinematography. Sorry, not choreography. Jesus Lord, it's getting late. Anyways, the cinematography, just beautiful. The cityscape that you see of LA or just of, of California in general, um, it's just it's just beautiful. I, you know, and, and that's all. Like I said, you know, it was eight million dollar budget, but I thought just it's just really beautiful. Yeah, they move in, they move in with their grandfather because they uh, mom went through a divorce and they had no really nowhere else to go. Yeah, the house sucks because they have no TV, which means no MTV. <laughs> I do like that. Yeah. yeah, no MTV. I can imagine. Boy, that would really suck, especially at the time when like MTV actually showed music videos. Yeah, where was actually music TV? Yeah, it was, it was what it said it was. Yeah, they head down to the boardwalk that night. And we see like the most confusing thing. It's like this, like this, like big, this, like big gay saxophone dude. Dude, and it, it's, I love this dude. The dude shredded. I think this dude like literally oiled himself up after he left from the gym to play the saxophone for our, for our ears. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always so iconic though, man. You know, you think of movies and like whenever you see like party scenes or something like that, you always think about the the, the oiled up uh, uh, buff dude playing the saxophone. Playing the saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're they're hanging out. Michael sees a woman he's interested he's interested in, which I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this scene right here inspired the twi- the Twilight stare fat fixation, dude. And on top of it, can I ask you what type of carnival sells leather jackets? Yeah, what fucking carnival is this? <laughs> can, we, can, can we please talk about this? Because like I'm sitting there wondering, like I, like he's like all into like getting like you know leather jackets and ear piercings and i'm like dude i'm like they don't sell leather jackets at the carnival like that's just not a thing maybe it was i i don't think it is but yeah yeah uh anyways uh, while this is going on the mom is searching for a job at night yes i mean like the right time to do this why not uh as we meet another one of our main characters it's not is it david no not david david's fucking who are you talking about? Uh, Edward Before. Herman. Oh, it's Max. It? Max, that's it. Max, that's yeah. Right uh, which actually is, is a funny Easter egg we'll talk about later. But yeah, so, uh, we, uh, Max, played by Edward Herman. It's always going to be Richard Gilmore to me. Yes. Fantastic actor, though. Really good actor, too. Oh, he was awesome. I loved this dude. Yeah, so totally got like a lot of good good talent in this film. Absolutely. And they, and, they, and they take it seriously. That's that's the other thing. We have, like, Diane Weiss, who, like, had an Oscar at this point. No, yeah. no, she didn't. No, wait, did she? When did Hannah and her sisters come out? I think it was, was it Hannah and her sisters before 87? I, I, I want to say yes, but I'm not positive. Let's see, Hannah and her sisters. It's going to be pretty close. It was. She didn't, she didn't have an Oscar at this point. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, coming in to do this, and just, just the way they just take it all this, like, so seriously. I think, I think it's a really cool thing. Yeah. Uh, we also uh, Sam goes off his own to a comic book shop, and that's where he meets the Frog Brothers, Edgar and Allen, played by Corey Feldman and Jameson Newlander. Now, would they be named after Edgar Allan Poe? Maybe. Okay, I just I just what I thought. Maybe. Oh, I thought you I thought you were being facetious. Yes, that's yes. That, 
no, I just thought it was kind of cool how they did that. Yep. No, I, I kind of kind of figured out what are the odds of that. These two guys are the best part of the movie. Dude, it's like you cut and paste like Goonies in the Lost Boys. It's fantastic. I just I yeah. like you just love that 80s. I don't know, just that 80s feel to it, man, that made all those movies so magical, you know? Well, I mainly would like with these two, like they the they are they're two kids who help run their parents' comic book shop, but are like consider themselves vampire aficionados. Yeah. Well, like what's great about the what's great about them as, as they move on is the fact that they kind of remind me like, like junior versions of Ash to where yeah. like they they're like they'll go for it. But like when it really gets down, they're kind of cowardly till they're not. They're efficient yeah. till they're not. Yeah. Like every every line out of them is an absolute stitch. I love these two. Yeah, they're definitely really great chemistry between the two. Um, yeah, like what you said, like they're they're all talking till it's 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 go time, and then you get the the kid reaction, like they're scared, they get scared, like they have normal reactions. Well, like at the same right. time, like they're, they're they're not like they're not like afraid to like to like go there, especially like, no, like towards the end yeah. of like, we're finding out like something something that they end up doing. Like they're they're not yeah. like they're not afraid, but like when like shit yeah. like really goes down, then they start cut, like and, yeah. like, like kids. Like I think I think that's great. Like again, yeah. the Frog Brothers. I, I love these two guys. No, they definitely make the film for sure. They definitely add that comedic spice into the film. Um, yeah, they're just being kids. And you just, you see it. And it's just, it's, 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 it's good. Definitely a, a really great part of the film. Yeah. So uh, we go, we, we got to the next day where uh, Michael decides to go back to the carnival, to try and find the girl he was looking at star uh, star is mixed up with the gang led by David. We also got to mention Alex winter, Alex winter, Bill S. Preston Esquire is in this movie. Yes, and, and sure. how 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 before? Excuse me, let me rephrase this. How long before he broke was this? He still credited Alexander Winter. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he couldn't even drop. He couldn't even drop the the Ander yet. Crazy. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, he he gets mixed up with the gang, and he's just like, he's like, I can't get with your bike. You you don't have to. You got to keep up. And this is this is what you were saying earlier. Yeah, I didn't really notice watching until now. Like the cinematography of this film is fucking awesome. It is for how cheap it was made, man. Like I said, just those aerial shots of the of, of the of California make me like just want to be back. Um, and, and like even these like scenes here where they're riding, you know, the motorcycles and stuff like that. I think it's it's I don't know. It's just it's shot really really well. I feel like so much, is, but I feel like a good part of it, like just went to random wind machines. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. many wind machines. Oh yeah, because you can't see anything, dude. It's like oh yeah. But like, like even like when like you have like place where like when would even be, and like you yeah. just like see like, like the character's hair blowing everywhere. It's it's like perfect too. Like there's no hair like right in right directly in your mouth or your face. It's like all yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's where we get one of the iconic scenes of of the film. Uh, well, first of all, after nearly running himself off a cliff, they decide to go back to their lair. Uh, they order some Chinese food, and we get to see where just like, like uh, David starts eating rice. No, Matt Michael starts eating rice, and David just like. How do those maggots taste? Like what well, maggots, Michael? You're eating maggots. How do they taste? He like, looks down. Like, about it's all ma- it's yeah. all maggots in the thing. Yeah, yeah. Then he drops the Chinese food on the on the ground, and then it, and then it's, it's just rice again. Same thing with like the yeah. noodles turn to wor- turn to worms, and then they turn back to noodles. Yeah, they never explain how that works though. <laughs> like, no, that's the thing. Like you, you don't know at this point. Is it like you know he's halluc- he's hallucinating? Is he, it, is he hallucinating? Is like is that just like a power that is that just like a power that David that he has, has. Like, all vampire can all vampires do this can just David do this yeah they don't really tell too much about it but I guess like 
I don't know, like no news is good news, I guess. It's one of those things where it's like, it, it's okay to be that vague because you can kind of use your imagination with it. But definitely what you said though, it's like the Chinese food thing. It's like, how the hell is he doing that? You know what I mean? But you just kind of just like, hey, okay, we'll go with it. Yeah. And then, then, my, then Michael's invited to share a drink with David. Star tries to tell him now, he's like, ah, what's the, what's the, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah, I mean, it's, he takes it's a pop, drink. Right? We get one of, I think like three or four separate plays of Cry Little Sister in this movie. There's at least like three or four good. That's such. That's a really like I said. Check that other version out. I'm telling you, man, you're gonna you're gonna love it. It's a good song. But then we get to this next scene where they just they go under a bridge while a train is going over. Yeah, you see and just shaking, see if they can yeah. hang on. You see the you see obviously like they're underneath the tracks, but you see the 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 wood boards like shaking up and down. Yeah, you just imagine how intense that would be, how loud that would be. Um, uh, yeah. Again, again, another nicely shot scene too. No, yeah, exactly. Just like I think it was well shot. It's well edited. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it feels expensive, but like it doesn't look it. Well, no, and then cheap, that, it feels expensive, but it doesn't look, and it doesn't look cheap. No, it, like what we're working with here. And even now, like, like 35 years later, I mean, you're still, you know what I mean? It's still do it's still, yeah, it still holds up pretty well. Um, even when I like the, the part where they're actually, they're filming it. And then you look down, it's just fog. You don't know what you're dropping into. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that whole that whole scene there kind of adds up a little suspense. It's like, well, what are they dropping into? Like, if he drops, he's gonna be okay. Like, you don't know. And I think that's 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 another fun part of this film. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, he drops. He uh, he ends up back in his own house. Uh, but yeah, he's well, also like super drained the night before, <laughs> and he doesn't know why. Yeah, he, he doesn't know why. Uh, I mean, but you know, anyway, that that night he has to watch Sam because the mom has a date, and so does the grandpa. Actually, the grandpa's really great in this movie too. I like grandpa's him a lot. Re- grandpa's really funny. Another thing, like a weird thing about the movies I, I watch him back is like I feel like the movie just doesn't understand how old Sam is. Yeah, it's like, dude, this cat is like in his like what? Almost, he's got to be in his teens. I yeah. think you watch himself like and like the oh. mom is completely overprotective of him. Sure. Yeah, but also like you watch me like the, the scene in the bathtub where like the, the movie think he's six. Like, well, that like look at look later on in the end of like near the end of the film where he wants to sleep in bed with his mom. Like, yeah, like little stuff. Like it's like he's well, like that's conf- that's towards the middle. Yeah, it's like conflicted. Like how old he is. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, he's 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 hanging out in the bathtub. Michael just gets some kind of urge to attack him. The dog, the, the dog, uh, Nanook att- attacks Michael instead. Yeah, uh, he gets bit. We see that Michael. Has no reflection, and what? yeah, turn yeah. Michael is now a vampire, and I love Sam's reaction. You're, you're a vampire, Michael, a goddamn vampire. And it's, funny, mom. it's funny because he he wasn't bit; he just drank blood. So it was kind of weird that uh, how how quickly like how he was able to turn this way too. You know, well, the, the thing that movie does really well that it, it establishes one thing that every vampire needs to do. It establishes its own rules. Yeah, and, and but you know you respected for it though. It's something different. It's not your, you know, your typical uh, bite to the neck. You know. Yeah, like if you get vampire blood in you, you're a vampire. Yeah, I and mean, it's and it's and it's it's really cut cut and dry. It's very you know basic. So I mean, it's yeah, like, I like, the, I, the I like rules, to spit on it. The rules in this one are very simple and very easy to understand. Yeah, and I like even to though spit they on are a little more complicated than your standard vampire movie because what we find out is later is. Uh, there's a whole like system of this, like because if you if you turn into a vampire, you're not really a vampire yet. You're a half vampire. Yeah, 
It's only after you make your first kill, you turn into a full vampire and there's no going back. See, and I like that because it dances with the fact that you can actually go back. Like, it, it's not like a, a death sentence, you know what I mean? So to speak. Exactly. You know what I mean? I, I do like I, I do like the fact that uh, Schumacher does that a little differently. Uh, yeah. So uh, Michael continues to go and search and search for answers as to like you know what the hell happened to him. He goes back to the lair. He asks Star like, "What the hell happened to me?" And they just mean they start having sex. Just like, oh, yeah. Well, and that's everything. That's so funny. It's like, oh, wait a minute. You know, you knew I wanted you, and I, I'm asking what's going on. And it's like, there's no answers. There's no time for talk. We have to have sex. Yeah, it's just like, like now that we can we can literally talk about this like any other time. I need answers, and it's and it's crazy that Kiefer Sutherland's character isn't there because like Kiefer Sutherland's so protective of Star. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That he would even allow her to be alone for X amount of time. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, so uh, so yeah, it's, it's 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 strange that like <laughs> she's just by herself right here. Well, uh, I guess guess to quote the song in the beginning, people are strange. So. People are strange. That so, montage, that montage is great. We didn't talk about the montage. That montage of, of the opening is great with people oh, are strange. Oh, it's fantastic. It's especially set to the, the doors. I mean, that's that's that's, that's good stuff. Yeah. Anyway, we got to the next day where after the previous night, Sam kind of ruined uh, her his mom's dates with uh, Max. So he decides to go to his house and apologize. But then his dog just freaks. Yeah. And like, we don't know why. Don't know like, why. Is, is she or the dog ends up uh, biting Diane Weiss or like tearing her dress off. Tearing her dress. Yeah, little, like, he, like, dress. Bust, he like busts through a fence. Yeah, it's like no idea what um what's going on with the dog. It's going yeah. bonkers. But this is where we get kind of kind of more levels to this. So, if, so yeah, we find out that again, like we said, like, if you get bitten, you're a half vampire to make your first kill. If you want to reverse half vampires back to regular people, you need to kill the head vampire, who they right now think is Max, because it said it said, you know, in lore. Vampires usually have some kind of creature watching out for them while they while they sleep during the day. Yeah, like i.e. your dog. So yeah. that would kind of, it would kind of like lead you to believe that it, it, this could be could be Max. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, they decide to you know they decide to you know really kind of target him, see if see if he's the one that they're looking for. And it, 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 it just happened that Max is coming over for dinner that night, so perfect time to try and figure try and you know, try and figure this out. Especially with Edgar and Alan coming over, this is a fantastic dinner scene. Oh man! Like the, again, like any scene with Edgar and Alan in it is a fucking stitch. I got, I got, like we talked about earlier. But I love the scene where he calls me, just like, "Bro's a vampire. You gotta kill him." Yeah, it's like, dude, it's my brother. I can't do that. But it, it's just, it's just, just so funny. Yeah, like, is how is how committed they are to this yeah. cause of theirs. Yeah, just just to show off all their like, you know, all their knowledge on on vampires, like lore and stuff like that. It's just, it's funny, but I do like the way that Schumacher kind of twists and make it makes it his own. I do, I do like that too. Yeah, and it was uh, Max shows up. Max shows up to the house. Uh, you know, Ma- Michael and Michael invites him in. They cu- uh, they're sitting down for dinner. They're trying to do all these things. You know, to, like, like anti vampires. Like they tricking to put a bunch of garlic on a spaghetti. It yeah. doesn't work. They spill water well, on him. I, they never say if it's blessed or not. I don't think it is. Just because I don't, th- I don't think it is either. Just the way because well, they are. No, I, you, you check. I, back I, I, later I think on. I think it might have been blessed just because of what we find out later. Uh, yeah, uh, that doesn't work. They try putting a mirror in front of him. That he has a reflection, so we're like, okay, well, shit, nah, this is not the guy. Yeah, so we can pretty much rule Max out as the uh, the head vampire or the the head. Yeah, but he and he reacts to all this very well. He's just like, look, I'm not trying to play your dad. Just you know, I'm, I'm cool. I just, I just, I just want to be cool with everybody because I like. Yeah, him. just trying to bang your mom. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, while it's going on, uh, Michael goes to confront David because, of course, now Star is missing. 
And this is where, in case, in case you didn't know, we finally get a scene revealing what this gang of guys really is. They go to a campsite where people are hanging out, and they just wreck shit on the on this site. And it's it's fucking awesome to watch this go down. Yeah, it's really cool, and I, I do like the scene that you know uh, what uh, Michael, right? This yeah. Is- Michael just kind of holding back, but you can see him turning, which is kind of cool because he's just kind of like trying to withhold trying to do that because he doesn't want to be, you know, permanently a vampire. Um, They wreck shop on all those guys and he's pretty much just like holding the tree for dear life because he knows he's going to has got to fight urges and stuff like that. But um, I just I like that scene and the scene really shows the grotesque nature of of, of vampires. Um, And, and kind of what you said. I mean, if you didn't know that these cats were vampires by now, yeah. Uh, but also, we, we get like we gotta get a look at like our vampire effects, and like these are like very they're very distinct as far as like cinematic history. Like, like this is kind of what we associate vampires with, like what will they look like? You know, the glowing yellow eyes, the no yeah. eyebrows, the accentuated forehead. Yeah. It's the kind of this is that we see kind of a lot of, and like they re- do a really good job updating it for like a modern 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 audience. Yeah, but I mean the work that they did with you know in '87, I think the, the the makeup and everything, I think it looks pretty pretty damn good for what they what they were given. I think I think you know they made the best of it. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I love this line right here where he's just like, "Never never grow old, never die, but you must feed." And that's where I kind of understood this, where it's just like the kind of the, the title, where it's just like it is kind of a bizarre Peter Pan because like they are living this life where they get to be young forever. Like just live without consequence, live doing whatever they want. But it's kind of like the Lost Boys if they were if they were evil. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it does make sense. Yeah, you get to that whole you know that whole um like the the fountain of youth. You know, yeah. live forever young. You know, yeah, I can see that. Uh, so yeah, he he goes he, he goes back. He doesn't he doesn't make the kill. <laughs> I also love the scene where like star star pops up in a. Star pops up in Sam's bedroom and he just hides under the covers. Yeah, I, I do think it's funny. Again, um, yeah, I feel like the movie has no idea how old Sam is supposed to be. No, um, I think he's very conflicted with how old he is. I, I think nobody knows. Like, he's a different age at every different scene. Yeah. So right. So they decide to you know what we're gonna we're gonna go try and end this. Uh, they decide the next day they're gonna go down to the vampire's lair and take and take him out. And the Frog Brothers are coming too because. Because this movie just feels naked without him. I mean, you have to have them in there, you know. So, so yeah, so the, they get in. I just, I, I love their enthusiasm coming in this layer. They're just, th- they're just so like, ex- they're just so excited and ready to kill some vampires. Yeah, because I, I mean, they've always like talked about it. Now it's like the moment's here in front of them, you know. Yeah. Uh, so they get into the layer where the vampires are sleeping. They see that they're sleeping on the ceiling, and it's like, okay, well, you know what? Okay, well, we get no way knowing that they have vampires. We just gotta kill them all. Yeah. And this is where you think, like, you know, like something something gonna happen is gonna go wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, they, they target a little, they target a little by, by Alex Winter. Yeah, and just I love like first come first staked. Say good night, blood sucker. Bam. You think, you think something's gonna go wrong? No, <laughs> they, nah. they they stake him through the heart. He's definitely dead, but it's just crazy the uh, ripple effect afterward. Like they couldn't have thought that like they were gonna just kill him that easily, and all of them were just gonna like die. You know what I mean? I'll be like not woken up or anything. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then they're gonna hear like the blood, the blood curdling screams. <laughs> but dude, it's just so funny how, uh, yeah, just just all the all the blood and all everything like all over. It's just it's 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 funny. Well, I think something I didn't notice. So those watching, did, did you notice know, like, like afterwards they're covered in glitter? Glitter? Uh. Uh-uh. 
No, like literally, like, go back and watch this scene. Like when they when they get out of the cave, when they're back in the sunlight, they're literally all covered in glitter. Uh oh, Twilight. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, like, are these Twilight vampires? Oh man, this was before Twilight was cool. Uh, before Twilight was a thing, I guess, huh? Wow. Yeah. So, so they man, they man, they managed, they managed to get away. They only kill one. Only problem, and you know, it's daytime, so they can't, they can't come out and chase them because you know. When you're a half vampire, you're not subject to the, to the weaknesses of to the weaknesses of vampires. But when you're a full vampire, they all apply. You're, you're subject, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, they, they're safe for now. But when night falls, they're coming for sure. Uh, my, my, uh, Sam tries to warn his mom; doesn't work. So they, so they just they have no choice but to try to get ready. Uh, they arm themselves with a bunch with a bunch of wooden stakes. They go to a church and just steal all the holy water. Now, to me, this is where they first, I think this is where they realize that their water didn't work because it wasn't blessed. You know what I mean? That's what Maybe. I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking on this. I think the frogs wouldn't, wouldn't know to you. I don't think the frogs would know to use water that would, that was blessed. I don't, I don't think they would just try regular water. Well, I just, uh, yeah, that, that too. But my thing is first off what they take and what they put in the tub are completely two different quantities. Well, 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 I'll explain why I think why I think it, it went the way it did later. But you think they fused it in, like it just as long as water's no, I, I, in there. Again, well, well, I'll get there in a second. Okay, point. Okay. Is, they gear up. They get an industrial size bag of garlic. I don't know. Don't know where they got that. But Sam's Club, <laughs> <laughs> Costco, Costco. Yeah. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Night. Yeah. Uh, night. Night happens, and the vampires are on their way. Oh boy, gear up. Yeah, they gear up. They they're 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 ready. We do have a really good scene where like you know the like the wind's blowing and you see like the the pan, the pan shot over, but the, 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 the Nick's still outside. It's like I go back and get him. Super tense. I thought this was, I thought this was really absolutely where the dog's tangled up and they have to go get him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but then yeah, but then the vampires start getting in the house and you know the the mans keep cornering. They, they may have to corner guys in different parts of the room. Uh, and yeah, you know, I like this scene right here. But like, first of all, they, they established early on, or like in, earlier in the scene, where just like all vampires go out differently. And yeah, that's how that's how it happens. Like, there's no two vampires that go out the same way. Yeah. Uh, like, like we have the one where like the corner, they he corners the the frog birds in the in the bath in the bathroom with like the tub full of holy water. Yeah. And Nanook comes out and just like he just like pushes the dude into the tub. That's that's beautiful though. Beautiful. Yeah, and then it like messes with all the pipes and stuff like that. Yeah, it turn, like, turns into it chapter one. Yeah, because it's like completely. It's a rain and blood. Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, we see Sam. We see uh, Sam takes on one, and you know, look as as, as age confuses this movie. As Sam steps up when it matters. Yeah, I mean he's he's you know he he shows up to the playoffs. That's all that matters. Yeah, uh, I, I, I like the scene where like he shoots the arrow to that one. Like he's in <laughs> the stereo and it blows up. He, oh yeah, uh, radio. How, how was he say? Radio. Um, death by stereo. Death by stereo. <laughs> death by stereo. Yeah, that's cool. Or death by radio. Or else we, we forgot to mention the kid. There's a kid. There's a kid in this movie. I don't know who. Yeah, I don't know who this is. Randomly, and and can I ask a stupid question? Is Star even a vampire? Because like I, you yeah. never see it. Okay. Yeah. We, ne- we never we never see her do anything, okay. but she she is a, she is a half. That's why I didn't okay. know she does go back to normal. Okay, because I just was like, we never see her turn like we never see her turn yeah but i i thought the same thing but then it's just like when 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 you know later in the movie she's just like i don't feel any different so like, uh, I, so she, yeah she that's right okay yeah you were thinking the same thing though before then before the first okay. time I the movie, i'm like yeah, yeah. I'm like okay. I'm confused yeah but uh yeah so now, now the only ones are david and, and uh david and michael are now going at it in a pretty well 
a pretty well shot fight. Like I said, like the, the, the blue screen is notable. The wire effects work. Yeah. Looks good. I mean, again, $8 million. They really made every, uh, any, every penny of account. Yeah. Uh, he manages to impale David on some antlers. Uh, again, third, third play. of <laughs> Cry little sister goes through in the movie. Yes. Cause you, you did not hear the song the first couple of times. Yeah. So, uh, uh, we then like, oh, it's over. But Dave, uh, Michael is still a vampire, despite everything that's happened. He's like, yeah. okay, well, crap. So there's got to be at least one more. Who could it be? I mean, who could it who, be? Who could it be? I mean, there's no, there's no absolute uh, light shining on a person there. I don't know no. who, who's it. Well, it turns out their first hunch was correct, and Max actually is the is is the head vampire. Get the hell out of here! Yeah. Now the re- <laughs> now. You may, you may wonder because I was wondering the same thing. Why is it that none of the weaknesses worked earlier? It's because when you invite a vampire into your house, it leaves you powerless. Which I like because of the fact that um, if you remember the scene, I think Michael is the one that lets him in, or or who comes? Yeah, Michael. Michael. Michael yeah, he's like, I'm not coming until you invite me, and he invites yeah. him in. So that's that's why. Back, that's yeah. why the holy water didn't work. Oh, shit. Okay, that makes sense then. Okay, I see what yeah, you're so saying. I, I yeah, think that, it was that makes water, sense. but it didn't work because he okay. was already invited in. Okay, well, uh, then, okay, then I, I get that. But you see what I was saying, though, because I yeah. was maybe thinking that they just threw water on. Okay, they wouldn't have done that then. Yeah, if, if they knew lore of vampire lore, yeah, that would make sense. But yeah, this, this, is probably, this is probably where Edward, Edward Herman gets to be, like, really villainous and choose scenery, and oh, my God, he's awesome. And, dude, how cool, like, you know, you, you know it, but, like, at that dinner scene, it kind of, like, it kind of makes you feel okay. Well, shit. Well, like when, when, you're first watching it, when you're first yeah. watching it, like it's a, it's a master misdirect just because you're just oh, like, okay, absolutely. Well, all right. Well, all things didn't work. It can't be this guy. So it's got to be Kiefer Sutherland's character. You know, it has to be. Yeah. Um, and then when he gets killed, you're like, shit. And then the t- like the turn or with a twist or whatever, like it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's Max the whole time. It's like, shit. It's perfect, though. I, I really do like it. And like I said, the first time I remember watching, I'm like, eh. But this movie's grown on me, I think, the more I've, I've, I've watched him. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, do, I do like, I, I do like the, uh, it's the great, great. It's a great twist. And yeah. we, we, yeah, we, we, find, we find out that, uh, that Max, <laughs> that Max uh, had his eyes on the mom the whole time, and he thought, you know, if I can make your kids vampires, you'd have no choice but to come to my side, and be my vampire bride. Yeah. So basically, we also, yeah. We also see just like how much stronger he is than like you know the the other the junior vampires that that it took on earlier. Well, and then that's the thing where you have, I mean, the head vampire should be stronger. You know, you kind of already know these things. Like, well, well common sense would would be that the head vampire would be stronger than these these half you know vampires so it makes sense and like i said the fight scene is well choreographed i i do i do like it, it it's not it's just it's 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 all shot pretty well you know absolutely uh so you think so you think the mom's about to submit and max is about to win but out of nowhere the grandpa with the tractor backs in through the house he's got a bunch of like wo- like giant wooden stakes just like Hanging out in the back of his truck, they crash through. I love the frog brothers already have goggles on for this. Uh, now, would this be the scene where we're going to do every time in our movie that would be what are the odds are that that he would have drove drove to the right place in the house? It is. Yeah, this this is our what are the odds moment of this movie. <laughs> okay, that for me for me it's like how does the grandfather know exactly where they're fighting? And oh, exactly. That, 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 that's, that's why I honked the horn ahead of time. Just like you know, what if he's not there, I don't know what else to do. 
this is your moment, guys. You got to make sure he's he's at a random spot in the house for when I honk. Yeah, anyways, uh, Max blows up all the half vampires back. The Frog Brothers are wondering how much they charge for all this. And we see the grand the grandpa going to his going to his fridge. And he gives like the one like the greatest ending lines of my uh, one of my favorite ending lines of all time. We're just like one thing I can never say about Santa Clara: all the damn vampires yeah. and the look on their face are just like, "Wait, you knew this whole time?" Yeah, it's like you knew it the whole time that you never said shit to us. And then cue up: uh, people are strange again. People are strange again. Yeah, and that's where the movie ends. So yeah, like we said, movie came a big hit, spawning a little bit of a little bit of a franchise. Like I said, uh, two straight DVD, uh, two straight DVD sequels, in which Corey Feldman was it uh, was the lead of both. Yeah, uh, yeah, got, yeah, got a comic book series, which kind of went into more of the grandpa stuff, and we're getting and we're getting more Lost Boys in the future. So, uh, yeah. Russell, what did you think of the Lost Boys on this most recent rewatch? I, I enjoy it, man. I can see why it's a cult classic. It does, definitely has a cult following. Um, for sure, it's 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 really popular. It's there's a reason why it ran away in the poll. I think it's just a lot of people enjoy the film, um, and I think it kind of what you know what we said before. I think when Schumacher you know establishes a different set of rules for the vampires, I think it's just more of a fun. You know what I mean? It, it's more fun this way. This half this half life this half vampire like you can, you can revert back. You know, if you kill the head vampire um, and just the little rules, like once you invite a vampire and OK, so the garlic and all that stuff doesn't work. All, all bets are off on that now. You know what I mean? Um, it, it is it is really cool. And yeah, just the attention to detail, the way Schumacher shoots it, you know, the um, the cinematography, um, everything. It's just it's a fun film. It's a, it's a fun hour and 45 minute film that goes by pretty quick. Um, there's not a whole lot of wasted time in it. I think the acting is is pretty stellar. Uh, obviously, you know, Edgar and Allen are the comedic relief of the film. You know, Diane Weiss is fantastic. Um, you know, Jason Patrick. I mean, it's just it's just all around the board. I think it's just a really solid film. I think it's a really solid vampire choice. Um, I, I thought it had a shot to win. I didn't think it was going to win handedly because I think we put some good ones on there. But um, definitely to see why people like this film. Yeah, no, I think I think this movie is really stellar. Maybe my favorite Schumacher movie and one of my favorite vampire movies of all time, just in general. I think that, yeah, yeah I mean, they have a great cast. I think it's really well shot. I love the style of this movie. I think it's really well directed. And you know what? I'm excited to see more Lost Boys in the future. I think there's a lot of potential, especially if you do like a Frog Brothers centric movie, yeah. which I yeah. think what they're going to do with a Jaden Martell and Noah Jupe. So I'm, ex- I'm excited to see that go down. Yeah, that would be, yeah. be a good idea. Uh, yeah, I think this movie is really. I, I'm I'm happy this is our vampire choice for the year. So, Russell, I'll plug before we head up. Yeah, Notorious by Chance on Facebook is the group. Uh, that's where we put the polls up. So yeah, make sure you guys get uh, you know uh, follow follow that. So we put these polls up, and uh, you know we got a lot of good things coming out in the month of October and downwards. So uh, yeah, you can find us also YouTube Notorious by Chance. We will eventually put content out um, sometime when you're least expecting it. All right. <laughs> if I'm at Twitter, it's going to be Chance Boys underscore 91. Check out uh, the PJ Campbell Network, where I also do a show. Uh, I do uh, the PJ Campbell show, where I co-host my buddy PJ Campbell, and also uh, Left Side Strong Side, a football show that I host every week with my buddy Mike Deacons, breaking down all the act of the football season in depth. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us here. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. <laughs>